0: Hello everyone
1: and welcome to another episode of Chatting with Kathy right here on Afterbuzz TV. I'm your host, Kathy Kelly, and joining me for the third time, you are you have the official title of the the guest that we've had on Chatting with Kathy the most. Ah, uh, yes. Max. Uh, Thank my, you so much for coming goal. in today. Thanks for having
0: me for the third time.
1: Yeah, and it's I mean, it's been a pleasure to see your career kind of just grow over the past three years. It's Thank crazy. Thank you. Yeah. I feel like when you came in here, um, you had just moved from New York, mm-hmm. and now yeah. you're you're acclimated with LA oh, and everything. Yeah. So how's it how's it been? Just like. I don't know. Growing up in in LA, kind yeah, of. Yeah,
0: it's been really it's been really interesting because you know, as you know, I just got my license pretty recently, uh, like seven months ago now. And uh, so I, when I moved here, I, I didn't have it for a couple yeah. of years, which was like which was really tough to live out here without it. The yeah. first
1: time you came in, you were yeah. still like doing your driver's test.
0: Yeah, yeah, I hadn't even taken it yet. <laughs> I, think, I think at that point, I, I spent like a year trying to. T- I, I failed my driver's test three times, <laughs> so there was like a full year of that, and then I took a break for a second. and I was like, all right. Let me breathe for a sec. Took some lessons. I was like, "This is the way I should have done it." And then I took it again, and then I finally passed it. So that was like a two-year process. Yeah, that could have been way shorter if I just weren't stubborn and just took some lessons. Yeah. So the moral story is: take take lessons, whatever it is, and
1: take driving lessons. Take driving and lessons, and then you won't be a bad driver. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, um, yeah. So over the past couple years, yeah. we've obviously become friends, yes, and indeed. you know yeah. your girlfriend. She's yes, great. Indeed. She's awesome. Uh, and uh, I mean, we were just talking about volleyball yes. and. It's been it's been a blast. It's
0: been wonderful. But
1: it's always easier to like having a friend come on the show totally. as opposed. It doesn't feel like as strict. Yeah,
0: totally. So, it's like very yeah. loose. I can like move around from this area.
1: <laughs> but don't do that. No, no stay. Because no, they can't hear. Because they you. can't yeah.
0: hear me or see yeah. me. So you get in trouble. Uh. <laughs>
1: Anyway, <laughs> um, so you have so much going on right now. Okay. I mean, music, acting—obviously, yeah. you do it all. Um, first, I want to talk about your tour that you have coming yeah, up totally. with Fall Out Boy, Wiz Khalifa, and Tootie Allen. Yes, Congratulations! Thank
0: you very much. Yeah, I'm really excited. We're doing uh, about 41 cities across the uh, the United States and Canada, and uh, yeah, it's going to be really exciting. I think you know, I've never played a tour of this you know caliber before, and, yeah. and being able to see it's it's such a diverse roster. I'm really excited to see the audiences that come out.
1: I was gonna say yeah. like a lot of people when this tour was announced were shocked that Wiz Khalifa and Fall Out Boy were going on the road together. Yeah. But it, it makes sense because there'll be like a crossover between fandoms.
0: I yeah, guess totally. I think so. I think it's like and I think it's really interesting because whenever you have a lineup like this, it's interesting that you know maybe some Wiz fans aren't the biggest Fall Out Boy fans and vice versa. But they come to the show and they're like, well, I'm already here. I might as well check it out. And then you know you find I feel like a lot of new fans. Find find themselves liking the other band even more so, which is which is really cool. Which is something that sometimes when the bill is all very similar genres, it's not always like that. They're just like, oh yeah, I love all these bands. So mm-hmm. you know, maybe some Wiz fans are like Fall Out Boy, Fall Out Boy, these guys. Maybe someone like me, hopefully. <laughs> and, uh, we'll see. Yeah.
1: And you've played shows with uh, Hoodie Allen before. Yes, obviously, he's yeah. on your your track Gibberish. Yes, so do you foresee him like coming on stage when you're playing? Oh, yeah, we'll versa? see. Yeah, yeah.
0: We're, okay. we're, 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 uh It'll be a big surprise. I'm very excited, but he's awesome. Yeah, we just went. I went and opened for him for his fall tour, and I had a couple songs on his uh, last album, which was really awesome. He's always been a really good, a uh, really good friend to me, and, and a really great, uh, really great collaborator. You know, it was it was awesome to do a couple songs for his album, and then when I was like, "Hey, we got this song, Gibberish, I really want you to feature on it." He was totally down, and and uh, and I love his verse on it. I think it really makes the song what it is, and I'm really you know happy with all that.
1: Yeah, it yeah. seems like I mean Gibberish especially, it mm-hmm. has a, a more mature. tone to it that yeah, your totally. fans might be used to yes
0: indeed yeah yeah i never thought that we'd have to do a clean version of uh, one of our songs and we did recently you know we have smoking that crack is in in the, in yeah. the, in the original version so we made it into uh i swear before you open that trap
1: the pg version they
0: were like yo we need a pg version i was like really i'm like okay yeah but i realized that smoking that crack doesn't always work on you know Every station or whatever else, yeah, which is okay.
1: Not on Radio Disney. Not on Radio Disney. <laughs> I don't think. Was,
0: yeah, they didn't. Yeah, they were like, "Yo, we need a clean version." So,
1: um, and you've worked with so many established artists now over the last year. I want to say yeah, from yeah. Pete Wentz, you're on his label mm-hmm. to Pharrell, Stevie Wonder. Come on, yeah, I was- mean that's.
0: Crazy. Ridiculous. I mean, it was so amazing that, you know, I was, when I worked with Pharrell on a couple of songs in the album, I, uh, I knew, you know, Stevie had come in on Snoop Dogg's record. They were, they were next door. Our, our studios were next door and Pharrell was jumping between the two. And, uh, and when, you know, that was one of the most surreal days of my life seeing, you know, Stevie in the booth singing to this song and then Snoop and Pharrell are in the studio and we're like kind of in the corner in the back just like, yo, this is crazy. And I was just so waiting. I was like, oh, I gotta keep it secret. I can't like tell people that, you know, Stevie Wonder's on this track now finally Snoop Dogg's album's out and I can talk about how incredible it was to just yeah. witness that and how cool it is to see an artist like that, you know, Stevie Wonder's such a legend he comes in and he wants to make every piece of work his best and I think that's something that every artist, every band should always aspire to do, it's it's like he's such a legend he has millions and millions of wonderful songs and hits, whatever, it's it's so cool to see that he still believes that every piece of, of work that he does has to be just as good as the last Yeah. yeah, that's and
1: cool. I mean, obviously, by seeing him, you learn so much. Yeah, That's totally. the best way to learn. But did he give you any advice? Did you get to talk to him I at all? I didn't get
0: to really talk to him, but just, just watching him. You know, he's in the booth. He, he did a little bit of uh, his harmonica playing, which is always amazing, and singing. And every note for him is, you know, if he doesn't hit it, he's like, back, go mm-hmm. back, go back. And wow. he probably did that 20 or 30 times. And, and knowing that, like... You know, he could have just come in 20 minutes, thrown his vocals down and been done with it. But just seeing that was enough of, of a lesson for me to see that, you know, I've never witnessed someone of that caliber in the studio and to know that that's still something that he believes in. Obviously, that was enough of a, a an un, unspoken talk that happened, which was cool.
1: He's a perfectionist. He's kind such of. a
0: perfectionist. Yeah. And I mean, of course, you know, he's notorious for being that way, but to really witness it and see that, you know, you know, people tell stories, but when you actually see an person. Person and know that that's something that he he still believes in. That's it's so awesome. And the same goes for Pharrell and for Snoop. I mean, mm-hmm. they of course all of them together it was just such a crazy, just such a crazy collaborative process. Yeah. yeah.
1: But just to see like the professionalism there, I think yeah,
0: totally because, you know, so many people think that, you know, maybe it happens overnight, or, or oh, anybody could could do that thing, and, and you realize that, you know, the ones that really last are the ones that never stop working, and it's always about the work. Hard work. Totally, yeah.
1: Especially. Mm-hmm. And I know the way that you got linked up, we talked about it a yeah, little yeah, bit yeah, last, last time, time, but the way that you and Pharrell yeah, yeah. Uh, started working together was actually his wife.
0: Exactly, So, yes.
1: I want to know, did you do anything to thank her for oh, yeah. oh, <laughs>
0: discovering I, you, kind I of? I mean, geez, you like, like we said last time, you know, his 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 wife saw the the cover we did of Blurred Lines with, mm-hmm. with my homie Kurt and uh and she was like, Oh Pete, you should check this out. It's like, you know, it's some kid covering your song and he really enjoyed it, I guess. And he was like, Oh, I should do something with this guy. So um we every time we see her, we're like, Yo, you are the best. What's going on? What can we do? And she's just she's just such a she's just such a Wonderful person in that she like she knows. I feel like sometimes she knows more about Pharrell's music than Pharrell does. Like she's like, "Yo, this song, yo, play this song," and I'm like, "Dang, she's killing it!" And it just shows that behind every successful man, there's there's that successful woman. I was just gonna
1: say that quote. It's that
0: supportive partner, and I think that that is what makes him so. He's so. What I love about Pharrell too is that he is so himself. He's mm-hmm. been himself for his entire career and maybe people are just catching on to his own artistry work now in a really big way, but you listen to all the stuff he's done and it's, and it's, it's always been consistent. He mm-hmm. doesn't, he doesn't change himself for anybody. And I think that's another thing that I really, uh, learned from him is that, you know, not necessarily do you have to put out a song and, and think that that's gonna like blow up right then or your style's gonna blow up right then. It's the people that stick true to their styles and don't like follow the times but create yeah. the times that, that really make something special. And that's he him. was
1: ahead of his time. Yeah, totally. I think mm-hmm. when he first debuted. But I think it's also interesting in the music industry... You know, decades ago, mm-hmm. everyone was creating their own music and you really had to know how to play songs, either produce or, yeah. you know, have a really good producer behind you. And then there was this phase where people were having songs written for them mm-hmm. and yeah. producers were doing everything. They just had to come in studio late on the track. But now we're kind of getting back into musicians making their own music yeah, with yeah. YouTubers, totally. especially. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. There's been a lot. It's amazing that in this day and age, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of social medias that become foundations for people. People. Like for me of course YouTube has been amazing and, and there's, you know, a good friend of mine, Sean Mendez, came up on Vine and he's yeah. really doing it now and it's killing
1: like, it. Seriously. And it's so
0: cool that like these are these these places where you know people find their foundations and get out there more so than probably any other time and and yet they can transcend them. And for him, you know, I, I'm sure a lot of people see him and they're like, Oh, that Vine kid But now it's it's hard to label him as that as you know, opening for Taylor Swift and having, you know, an album did yeah. so well. So it's so cool to see that not only can He'd be proud to say that, you know, he was a Viner, came from Vine, but also know that he is a legitimate artist. And mm-hmm. I think that's so great to see that so many people are coming out of these apps. You know, it's like Snapchat might have somebody. Who, I don't even know. But
1: one of my uh, friends' uh, bands debuted on Snapchat. Really? Yeah. See, that's
0: it's awesome to see that just there's just so many different ways that people are are, are consuming media and, mm-hmm. and and that you know at first there might be people might not want to be put into a box. It's amazing to see too that people are, you know, a lot of people are in these boxes they don't want to be in. Some people are like, oh I'm just like people think I'm just like a you know a pop punk band, but I really want to be taken on the radio or mm-hmm. oh i don't want to be a youtuber like I want people to think I'm a legitimate artist, but it's amazing to see that, that these people can be proud of where they came from in mm-hmm. those communities and also be able to meet somewhere in the middle where everybody has their music you know being heard in a real way yeah
1: well like you said, I feel like a couple years ago uh, you know if you were doing YouTube covers, it might not have gotten as much notice from industry execs and now that's where people are turning to to find people yeah
0: yeah so many people I mean it's really cool to see, like, I don't know him personally, but a lot of friends of mine are friends with Charlie Puth, who's on the Wiz song, and, and it was cool that he's, a lot of people are talking about how, you know, he came up through YouTube and mm-hmm. did some of the cover stuff and whatever else, and now he's, like, got one of the number one songs in the country, and it's, and it's, and it's a really, I think it's a really big step in the way of, of letting people know that these people can, can really, like I said before, transcend their boxes and mm-hmm. really come outside of them and, and make something special.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I know you're friends with a bunch of YouTubers yeah, from yeah. Kurt to, I mean, the list yeah, goes on. Totally. But, um, I mean, what does it mean for you to, you know, you started your career yeah. working with these YouTubers and now you're working with people that are really established Elsewhere, like yeah. off of social media. Um, so, how does it is it surreal? Like, how do you feel?
0: Totally, yeah, it's super surreal. I mean, it's it's really it's it's amazing because for me, the 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 YouTube community, you know, Kurt and uh, Kurt Schneider and Sam Sui and Madeline Bailey and Alex, G, all these wonderful people. We've always been in the last couple of years very tight. You collaborate with each other, whatever else. But there's some people feel like they're in these boxes. Uh, but when you start to see people working with more mainstream artists and people recognizing that there's real there's real power and there's real talent in, in these spaces. Mm-hmm. It's so awesome. You're so happy to see that. Kurt especially, I mean, you know, he's done so much for me. He's like, you know, he's changed my life and, and I'm so grateful to him. But he's just he's just like the best guy. He's one of my best friends still. But he has worked with so many, so many artists come to him now and they, yeah. they wanna they want to do their songs with him because they know that he really has an audience that that really appreciates his work. And even if it's you know a cover with someone we've done some stuff like we did a video with Jason Derulo a little while back And um, you know, he's done stuff with, t- uh, t- uh, Tegan and Sarah and just great artists. It's cool to see that they really value him and mm-hmm. it's not just like, oh, that's, oh, we'll do this youtube thing. It's like, they really value that it's a powerful thing.
1: I remember a couple years back, like, brands are now approaching YouTubers, oh, yeah. like the, the whole Coca-Cola thing totally. that he did. Yeah, yeah And we, you were involved yeah, in it? Yeah,
0: he's done, like, four things for Coke now and the first one I did with him with, uh, with Zendaya and, and Keena uh, ran on television for the whole summer mm-hmm. last summer, which was crazy to see. We watched, you know, like, Different award shows, and and it would be on in the middle of the award shows, and it's really cool to see that brands again, they're also really appreciative that they see that you know here are these people that are creating content every day mm-hmm. in different ways than than they normally see, and they're like, wow, we should not only should we make these YouTube videos with them, like why don't we make this into a commercial we run on TV? And yeah. that's that's so cool. Coke has been amazing. They really, I think they believed in Kurt and believed in the space uh, more than any other brand I've seen uh, do so, which mm-hmm. is which is so sick. It's like he deserves it more than anyone else, and. And it's just great to see that like his stuff isn't only on YouTube; yeah. it's on television.
1: I think it's crazy because I yeah. remember when I first started this show, it yeah. was supposed to be exclusive to YouTubers and social media celebrities, yeah. and then now like no one was really taking notice of them, and now like people like Grace Helbig has her own show own on Shawnee. E.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. I went to. Um, a creator summit a, f- a couple weeks back in New York and I went with Kurt I didn't know what it would be like and yeah. it ended up being like a uh, hundred different YouTube people in a different space from all around and you know being in this you know, they, they basically they made, made everybody feel really wonderful about what they're doing sometimes you feel like belittled by it and, and in this space, they made everybody very empowered and it was so sick to see Grace being there and all these people and her having her own show now and all these great people, you know, Tyler Oakley's awesome there's like great people doing amazing things with their audiences they've created because mm-hmm. it is true what they said at this thing was that, you know, all these people have created their own little television networks or little networks where people really go to their channels to see content that they that they love from them and that so many of them uh, it's, it's awesome because they're drawn to the fact that they're just, their creative freedom is is so intact yeah. and uh, and that's something i feel like is hard to see in you know on traditional television and things like that
1: yeah. and i'm sure there are so many people at home who you know they want to create certain content and yeah. now realizing it really is at the tip of your fingers. Oh, yeah,
0: it's, I mean, I try to tell everybody that, that I'm, you know, really close friends with if they're in a, you know, oh, I can't find a job or this or that. I'm like, you should just start a YouTube and like, who knows? Even if, even if it doesn't go somewhere, do what you love on it and you never know where people will start watching and Mm -hmm. then suddenly you have this place. I, I love, um, uh ro uh pensino uh who is uh nerdy nummies is her channel and i just did a guest the guest thing on that and and her boyfriend mike is the man <laughs> and uh, and it's amazing to see that she her story was that she was on you know she was an extra on glee for like 2 mm-hmm. years and her boyfriend mike was a gamer on youtube and he was like yeah you should make a you should make a channel like yeah. you should do something and she started baking stuff and now she's almost at like 4 million subscribers and you know she you know her 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 channel gets more views than a lot of actual cooking shows on like the cooking network. It's or, nuts. It's, and it's so cool that, you know, here's this person who was like, oh, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. And he's like, just start a channel. Yeah. And now she's got this amazing place. And they, you know, they they chill in their house every day and make all <laughs> awesome YouTube videos. It's so cool.
1: The best of all worlds. You're yeah. having fun and you're getting yeah. paid to do it, getting essentially. Getting paid to do
0: it and getting to do it. And, you know, they all do it. At, like, her, her boyfriend directs all of the videos. And they just have such a cool thing going. Yeah. I, love, I love that it's very much like these people are these these entities are becoming bigger and bigger and suddenly like their whole families are working for them and yeah. all this stuff yeah it's cool
1: is there a social media app that you refuse to use like i mean there's so many nowadays yeah. there's snapchat periscope twitter cr- instagram
0: i don't there's not like any that i like refuse to use i definitely don't use some very often yeah like, I like definitely took me a little bit to be like yeah I should Snapchat a little bit more but I think it's interesting cuz I think social media has done so much for from for me and so, so much for so many people I know but it's really tricky because it can consume you in so many ways. I was
1: going to say it can consume your entire life if totally. you if you let it.
0: And that's why I think like Snapchat is so awesome but you know you could Snapchat things all day every day and then you know when are you living your life? And... Periscope
1: you can live like yeah. feed your entire life yeah. if and, you want. And
0: that's like I don't know. That's that's the strange place where I feel like we're getting to as a society. Where I've definitely like gotten really into Twitter or things mm-hmm. like that, and 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 it consumes a little bit. And I have to step back and be like, "Well, I gotta I gotta put my phone down." But it's really cool to see that you know some people are realizing, okay, I gotta take breaks from this, uh, and and just realizing that that we're going to a place where like it, it, it technically everything could be broadcast at all yeah. times, like you're saying, a Periscope, and you got to really make the effort to realize when it's necessary and when you should you know stay off it a little bit. Yeah.
1: Do you? Have have a specific time when you're like okay I cannot be on my phone I have to put it away.
0: Uh I it comes uh, it comes different times. I try not to go on too late at night. Okay. Um but um yeah, I mean it just different things. Yeah. There's no real like specific time, but I do know when I'm getting too much into it and like, you know, when you're like reading too many of your mentions or whatever oh, else yeah. on Twitter, you know that <laughs> so you're like, you're like right, I got to put this down. I'm at the beach or something like that. <laughs>
1: yeah you mean when you're playing volleyball yeah. with us
0: and you're I'm like playing volleyball i so got two hands annoying. i'm like hitting him with my hand i'm using the phone to hit the volleyball <laughs> yeah
1: exactly um so going back to your music yeah, yeah. i wanted to talk about i know you're signed by pete wentz's label yeah, yeah has he i mean he's kind of been a mentor to you in in this whole industry totally. um but what's what's the best piece of advice that you think he's given you
0: he just keeps it real and i've always really appreciated that in him you know i when I was looking around, he, you know, when I had other interests from other different labels and things of that sort, and uh, he was he was talking to me about his, uh, I just, you know, it was kind of a no brainer because not only did I love the acts that came, that have come from his label, are still with them, you know, Panic of the Disco and Gym he, he Class Heroes. He
1: signed Gym Class Heroes before anyone knew about oh, them. Yeah. That was crazy.
0: It's so cool to see what I find with everybody in DCD2 is that he really every act has their own thing going it's like you definitely can't compare it to any of the other acts and they're not afraid to take risks and I think that that's what I've always really loved about Fall Out Boy and why I've been such a fan of them is that they're just like they're risk takers in their music and their videos everything they do one of the things when I first met them that I loved is that you know I'm super into monkeys and primates and stuff (laughs) And and the Thanks for the Memories video with all the primates in it. And it's just like one of those things where, like, maybe somebody was like, oh, that's not cool. And they were like, screw it. We're going to do this awesome video with all these primates. And I appreciate those risks. And I definitely think Pete... the, the best thing he's he's really taught me is that you can't let it get to your head and you can't let it get to, because there's always more work to be done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wherever, you know, wherever you go, there's there's you, you might have hit songs or whatever else, but even now, you know, ten years later with the band, there's still, it's whatever the next, you know, the next album is, the next big song. Yeah. And that's why I think they've been, you know, doing it for so long. It's still relevant for so long.
1: I remember seeing them in a church across the street from my house because I li- lived oh, in wow. Chicago. I grew up in Chicago yeah, yeah, and totally. they played, like, in front of 50 people and it's still like... Seeing them, you know, yeah. doing their shows now is still that same vibe where they're they seem so passionate about what they're doing.
0: Totally, yeah. It's it's just it's just awesome, and I and I love like even the new single Uma Thurman. It's like you know I don't know I don't know many artists or bands that would be down to just be like I'm gonna write a song and make it called Uma Thurman. You know? <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go for that. It's like that's what I really find in all their music and and all their stuff is it's just it's just so unique and and they're not afraid to be unique.
1: Yeah. I loved I I remember their first couple albums. They had yeah. so many cliches, and yeah, I remember yeah. hearing you should not use a cliche in songs, and then it was just like, cliche after cliche after cliche, but so well-written that it's just, it's funny.
0: They have like the longest titles on songs. And it's the same way. It's always like, oh... Uh, this whole line and the parentheses. This exactly, <laughs> yeah, which is awesome. Yeah.
1: Um, so I also heard. Yeah. And I don't know if this is true. that oh, You babysat for him before?
0: Oh, totally. I, we what? love his baby. His baby is <laughs> awesome. His baby Saint is so cute. He's got the biggest cheeks, uh-huh. like, massive, and uh, he's just such a cute little, cute little kid. I mean, I love, I love hanging out with babies and stuff. Me and me and Laura. We Are just...
1: you a good babysitter, or you're like a bad influence that uh, like gives
0: him? I mean, it depends. No, I'm, I feel like I'm a pretty. I feel like I'm a pretty good babysitter we definitely you know I just I don't know what it is I I just like definitely not now but one day I'm very excited to be a father because I just just love I just love seeing it's so crazy to see like my baby my baby cousin who's kind of like a niece to me Mm because I don't have any brothers sisters um, seeing she's like she's almost four now and and it's, and it's crazy how fast I grow up. It's so weird to say that. But but I love... You're
1: still a kid yourself. Totally. What are you talking like, about? I know. But it's so weird.
0: I'm finally in this weird age where it's like, it's like I'm s- just starting to see those little things. I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, she's almost four. I remember holding her as a little baby. Yeah. Um, but I just... Ah, little kids are just awesome. It's, it's great to see how they become these little people. It's like she like has an opinion now. Yep. Before, she was just like a little baby with a... You know, eating stuff and once they start was,
1: saying no, yeah, it's, it's, all it's all downhill. But so <laughs> anyway,
0: yeah, yeah, I've hung out with with, with Sane a bunch. Pete's uh Pete's awesome and, and uh and and his babies look just like him. It's crazy. Like he's totally gonna become a little mini Pete. It's cute. Yeah, it's super really cute.
1: Do you want a big family or a small family? Eventually. Like I, I know it's you're still yeah, online, totally, but. totally.
0: I, probably, probably a small family, like nothing massive. I don't know if I would, because I, I was an only child. so yeah. I could not even imagine. You know, I know how I was how I was to raise just me. Like maybe, like were
1: you a brat? Ah, it's no. time.
0: I definitely <laughs> have had my bratty moments. I think I learned from it. Um, it's hard because I had like a sister who, uh, like a foreign exchange student for a year who was like a sister to me. And so I got some sibling like, yeah. you know, we had to like. That doesn't know, count. does count. I know. But I, I definitely, I definitely feel like I learned, I learned a lot after, you know, kind of uh you know going to camp and things like that where mm-hmm. i was like oh whoa there's other people i got to i got to be considerate of, yeah. of people but uh but it was good cuz i i realized that and i think that's always really important with any child like you the child should realize it you, my parents were always really good about not trying to make me do things or or make me be a certain way yeah. and i appreciate that cuz i i learned things for myself and i think that that's really important in 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 shaping your own personality is knowing who you really want to be and knowing that you chose to be that person and yeah. not yeah. something that your parents stuck on you because usually when they stick it on you then you know you, you want to rebel and, and I never was like that.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, it's weird because Francia and I our friend Francie Raisa yeah, yeah. and I were just talking about do parents know best and then mm-hmm. becoming mature and realizing okay they just had our, our best interests in mind. Yeah mine.
0: totally yeah. yeah well I mean it's I mean I have no idea what it's like to be a parent like I'm I have a couple friends who have babies now who are like my age which crazy, is crazy. It's crazy that
1: transition phase where you're yeah. like wait I'm a kid but my friends are having yeah, kids and
0: kids, and what are they, how do when they I know? adult yet? Did somebody, uh, did a secret guy come? And he's like, yo, these, <laughs> are the, these are the secrets to how you raise the baby. And you're like, nope. oh, thanks, secret guy who I never knew existed until <laughs> right now. It's called instinct. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> so you don't, like, end up killing your baby. Exactly, exactly.
0: So I hope that secret guy comes and he tells yeah. me all the secrets. When the
1: One day goes. you'll just wake up and you're an adult.
0: That too, mm. that too. That's tough. That's so so yeah. crazy. Anyway, but uh, speaking yeah. of her, I do want yeah, to talk yeah. about
1: your new yeah. music video for Gibberish. Sure, yeah. Of um, YouTube yeah. helped with that as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. So how did that all come about?
0: Well, you know, it was really it was really awesome. Um, you know, YouTube's been so supportive in everything that I, I've been doing, and and uh, and they, they as a they as a as a company are really they really want to make sure that the the people that have come up through their space feel valued. Like mm-hmm. like I said before, and so when we did. Um, when we did the gibberish video, we, oh, it's your
1: video. Um,
0: so, so YouTube came to us and they were doing these YouTube Music Awards, and this was only the second year they did it. And, yeah. and this was the first time they said, "Hey, why not instead of like doing a live show where we pay all this money, why don't we just make all these videos for some of our creators and some other artists?" And so, I was really honored that they asked me to do it for for gibberish, which worked out perfectly. Mm-hmm. And and so, yeah, we wanted to do this crazy concept, which I feel like you know we couldn't have done without them. Really, it's it's, yeah. it's basically a reverse and a forward video and and um so, you know, I'm in this forward world, everybody else is in this reverse world, and, uh, we use a motion control camera, which basically ties two shots into one, oh. so that it, it looks like a full one take, um, and each, the, each camera move is specifically, you know, controlled and, and, um, and programmed. It took us about a day just to program the move, so That's every time you see nuts. the camera move, yeah. And I remember, then, this
1: is like a really late shoot too, yeah. you guys were shooting until oh, yeah. like...
0: We had to do it all night, it was... 4am. Exactly, yeah, we did like, you know, we, we did probably, uh, we started at like 9 and we finished at like 5am and so I spent like a good week just like training like staying up real late. And so then
1: the next week just sleeping? Exactly. That's
0: exactly, <laughs> what, that's exactly what happened. Um, so I was waking up at like 2pm yeah. every day just being like, cool. You
1: always have really cool concepts for your videos though, like yeah. this one being forwards and reverse. I remember yeah. there was one that was slow motion too. Yeah,
0: totally. We, we did one for another one, the Streets of Gold song where we sped the song up about like, you know, like six times or something and then I learned it that Fast, so that when they slowed it down, my mouth would be moving yeah. at the pace of whatever it was. It was at, so I could you know jump and look like it took forever for me to jump and stuff. Yeah. I just think it's so you know, especially with you know coming up in in a, in a platform based around videos. Yeah. it's uh, it's so important to be be you know uh, at the next step of of each video and, and challenging yourself each time because everything you know Kurt really taught me that, and we've done so many videos where we we feel like it's seemingly impossible, and we're like, I don't know if we could pull this off this time, and every time we we find ourselves you know feeling successful with one it's it's the best feeling because you know you went in being like I mean if we can pull this off this is like something yeah. we've never done we haven't seen and uh, and that's something that I hope to do with every video I ever put out just because it's the most rewarding for sure that's
1: a good outlook though like totally. accomplishing something you just feel yeah yeah it's good just about so much it.
0: better it's, it just sucks if you you know I see a lot of videos this these days where you could tell that people are just like oh if we just throw a bunch of money at this and like put lights and like girls in booty shorts it'll like get tons of views I
1: saw a girl in booty shorts Franzia had but those booty shorts she, on. She killed
0: it, but <laughs> But you know, but we had other things too. Um, oh, Some okay. people just rely on the booty shorts, <laughs> like
1: dancing. Exactly,
0: dancing and other things. Um, but I definitely think that it's like it's so crazy that some people, yeah, they're just like, yo, let's throw like thirty naked girls in this, and everybody, else. and it's just like it's so boring. Yeah. It's so well, yeah.
1: I know a lot of your videos as well. Like they have yeah. really cool choreography. Yeah, yeah. Is that because of Laura?
0: Oh yeah, Laura was the assistant choreographer on this one. I know. And then other <laughs> Laura. So she's so her friend uh, Laura Edwards did the choreography as well, and she was really one wonderful and ones they always call Laura my Laura little Laura and, yeah. and Laura, other Laura other Laura and that's uh, <laughs> always uh, so, so funny like being being had all the being in all the shoes and they're like yo Laura and they're like little Laura and both of them Laura, and they're like, oh, wait, which are we talking to and they were both the choreographers yeah it's like yo um but uh yeah it's you know it's all because they all the dancers in that video were all her homies and she makes it all happen with with the dance side especially awesome. yeah we love collaborating
1: So because of the YouTube Music Awards, you had your face on a billboard in West Hollywood. It's crazy how cool of a feeling is that? Oh,
0: it was so cool. It was, you know, I didn't get to see it, but they also uh, had it in Times Square for a week, uh, and they had like what? these five, like, they basically rented out like six uh, video billboards in Times Square and just ran you know, the 13 different people for the videos the whole time, which was like just seeing videos of it was surreal being, yeah. you know, my hometown. But I got to see the the billboard uh, in West Hollywood uh, in person, which was, yeah, super surreal. It's just, it's just it's wonderful, you know, they, it's all because of them, and, and I Appreciate them really spending spending the money and believing in these people and wanting them to be you know given given the best opportunities possible. So yeah, YouTube's the bomb.
1: Yeah. Yeah. In addition to all the music and social media stuff that you do, you also have an acting career. Yeah,
0: totally. Um.
1: And I know that you've been working on Love and Mercy, mm-hmm. which is actually about the Beach Boys yes, and Brian Williams. Yeah, yeah. That's been, I feel like I heard about that project three
0: years ago. Oh, like yeah. it's
1: been mm-hmm. in pre-production for a really long time. Oh,
0: yeah. It's, you know, it's. Bill Poland, the director and the producer, has had I, I heard him saying that he was he'd had it for like eight years or something. He'd wow. he'd wanted to make this movie for so long and you know, he'd been such a, a huge Brian Wilson fan and a huge Beach Boys fan and Did I say Brian,
1: like, no, Brian it's Williams? Yes, Brian No, that's awful. Brian Williams, that's not it's the right all person. Good. It's all good.
0: <laughs> um, but he uh yeah, so he's been wanting to make this for so long and he's such an amazing such an amazing guy. It was his first uh he was first time directing, but yeah. he's produced like amazing movies like Twelve Years a Slave and all these really new yeah wonderful movies. And so, you know, when I when I found out that he was doing it, I was like, Oh, this guy's gonna make it right and and uh and it was it was incredible to be a part of the cast. I've always been a big Beach Boys fan, but but to to see this movie and to to read this story about, you know, everything that Brian Wilson has gone through. He's such he's such a brilliant guy. Yeah. Um, but he's really been through a lot of hardships and He's had some really tough times in the movie basically it, it it shows the beginnings of his career with the Beach Boys when they first start out and uh, and that's played by Paul Dano, plays him as a mm-hmm. kid. Uh and then uh and then sort of like in the in the in the nineties when he has this really abusive therapist who kinda controlled his life after he had been in bed for like four years and mm-hmm. didn't get out. And so this guy was trying to make him, you know, record an album and he was just really terrible and that's when he met his now wife. So he's played by John Cusack plays him as an older John man. Elizabeth Banks plays his, his uh now wife. Love. I love
1: her in anything that uh, she does. She's
0: awesome. She kills it. I've always, you know, that's so cool about her too is I think she's had such a diverse career and you know, Pitch Perfect, or, yeah, you know, Hunger Games, and now this. And I think this is such a great look for her too because she does such a wonderful job. But it's such a, it's a, it's a very, uh, it's a really dark movie, especially mm-hmm. her, her part in it. It's so beautiful because you have this beautiful music that came out of it. But yeah. they really do portray how how intense it is to create such, you know, such legendary music. These these this guy went through everything. So um, they're so great. And Paul Giamatti plays the uh, the the therapist, and he's yeah. just, like, so intense. He's so good at being the villain. Like, you want to hate him, but then you see him in person, and you're like, oh, this guy's awesome.
1: A lot of the cast, I mean, mm-hmm. Elizabeth Banks, John Cusack, like, I feel like they're people that transition seamlessly from comedic roles to more dramatic roles.
0: Totally. Yeah, it's so interesting that they they do that. They're all just, like, I, it was definitely some of the you know uh, working with Paul Dano. That's who I mostly had my scenes with. Uh, yeah. was you know one of the best actors I've ever I've ever gotten to work with. He's just so giving, and mm-hmm. I think that that's like the true sign of a really a timeless actor. Someone who really does know what they're doing and knows that the best performance for them is going to come out of giving you everything they have. Wow. And it was so cool because there was certain there was one occasion I was talk about where you know I, I you know I'm I'm have only have a couple scenes in the movie and and uh, and he. Has so much respect for everybody. It doesn't mean he's doing scenes every day. And there was one scene where, you know, we had shot his part. And they were turning around on me and you know, usually as an actor, when they turn around you and the stars there, like they'll let the star go and you'll do your scene to like just a random person oh, cool. and yeah. they'll be like some guy and a lot of people don't know that. It's like, you know, you're doing your scene and you don't know that the other person isn't there. But Paul And the was,
1: person's just like reading off. Exactly.
0: Like, and it's like I'm not getting any from you. Yeah. Right? And Paul was like, No, no I, they were like, All right, Paul, you can go and he was like, No, 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 I wanna stay. I wanna I'll I'll do this scene with you. Do you want me to do it with you? I was like, that would be awesome. And it was really cool to see that he didn't care. He was like, I can go home right now. Brings out the best in you,
1: too, I'm oh sure. Oh, my gosh.
0: And and it just he knows that he has been in that position so many times. And that was really beautiful. That's something that inspired me a lot to to show that just having respect for everybody you work with, whatever position they're in, is so important. Every, I mean, he was respectful to even, you know, the camera guys, to the grips, to the crew, everybody on the crew – to the leading actors got the same respect and yeah. that was beautiful. So, um, and I play, I forgot to say, that, I play, uh, Van Dyke Parks. That was my role. And yeah. He, he was the lyricist on the Smile record, which was, I'd never played a real person who was alive to the day and whatever else. And so that was, that was pretty crazy just to, just to know that this guy's gonna, he's see, gonna judge your performance. Like, I hope he liked it. I still haven't met him, so I hope he, I hope he liked it. <laughs> like, I hope he's like, yeah, cool. That's me. Yeah. Or he's like, nah, screw this <laughs> guy.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, Paul has had such an incredible indie career too. because. Totally. Yeah. Like, from Little Miss Sunshine now to this, like... It's it's all like really well respected movies that he's been in. Yeah,
0: he dives in. I mean, he dove into this role, uh, you know, more than I've ever actually seen someone in person dive into a role. And and yet he could also like go out and have a smoke break and be talking to you. But 15 minutes before a scene, he'd be like, "All right, I got to take 15 minutes to get into character." And that was really cool too. I haven't seen somebody of that caliber being able to you know be a normal person and be able to, which I know is such a hard smart. feat. Smart, so smart.
1: Great balance, such too. a great
0: balance. Because I mean, I'm sure you know you hear about all these actors who are very method, and they they transform into the role, and then they can't be, they can't live their own lives, which is, you know, sacrificing a lot for your art, which is respectable, but also really just, like, you know, it's amazing when somebody can just be mm-hmm. a normal guy, and everybody talks to them, and they're like, alright, I'm gonna do my work now. Yeah. Um, so that was, yeah, that was so cool to see that he's just, like, He's just there and he's yeah. ready to go. Yeah,
1: I had uh, Brett Davern on like oh, yeah. a while back too, talking about the movie. Yeah,
0: he's awesome. There's so many great people mm-hmm. in this movie, like Kenny Warmall and like yeah. all the Beach Boys are all great guys too.
1: So since there are, uh, it is obviously uh, very music centric. Yeah. And you have the music background, but not everyone does yeah, in this totally. movie who's an actor. Was that challenging for them? Like, did you teach them anything? Uh, or?
0: I mean, I it was like, I didn't have any of the music scenes with some of the guys in the Beach Boys. The ones that I know don't yeah. really do music. I know, I've, I heard stories that it was very hard. But they really wanted to make sure that everybody was authentic. I mean, Paul, again, you know, I'm raving about Paul, but he learned all the music so he could play it live. And he plays what? it live in the movie, which is so cool. He, like, sings and plays it live. And I think that's really special when you can have... You know, it's so I hate seeing movies where it's like so obviously lip sync, or you know, like, it's like playing
1: a keyboard. And it's like,
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> they have
1: like, to cut like, don't even show your fingers. They, yeah, right, like, Yo.
0: but it's and and that's always you know I get the you know I've done movies like that where they do that and there's a lot of stuff going on at once. But it's also so cool to see that you know with him there's a specific scene in the movie where he sings and he's playing the piano and it's all live. But there's some performances, of course, where it's like full band and mm-hmm. you know it doesn't make sense to do it you know crazy live. Yeah. But I know that a lot of people. Uh, people. people had to commit because when they heard that he was doing that they were like oh we can't fake this we gotta make this some real stuff yeah
1: so that comes out June fifth. 5th.
0: Comes out June fifth in theaters. Really exciting. So
1: exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, when is the premiere? Are you like walking uh, yeah, around next carpet week, for that? June
0: second? I'm, I'm I'm excited to see it. That's I saw so it. Cool. I was I did something in um a South by Southwest recently, and, mm-hmm. and I got to see it for the first time there, and was so happy with how they you know it all turned out. Uh, but I'm pumped to see it again. so yeah. check out little different things.
1: As an actor, I know mm-hmm. it's different as a musician, but as an actor, are you one of those people that? you have trouble watching yourself like are you really critical or yeah. is it like oh yeah like i'm really proud that i was a part of this
0: i think i think it's i'm definitely critical mm-hmm. I, I mean i watch I think there's people you know here that like Johnny Depp doesn't watch anything he's in, and that's cool. But for me, I like especially watching a lot of the music videos and things like that. I always look for editing things, so so I'm very I'm I feel like I have gotten to a point where in the beginning I would watch and I felt like it was really weird to hear your own voice and all that stuff. It's so weird, but 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 eventually I got used to it. Now whenever I see something that I'm in, I, I kind of take it from like a, a bird's eye view and mm-hmm. not really consider myself but more so like oh what can I do to make it better next time or or am I content with that scene like that's cool um, but I, I yeah, I can never like just like sit back and yeah. like enjoy I'm always like oh snap I wish I did this that
1: or, is the, the best way to learn though totally, is, yeah. or to improve
0: because how it feels for you because it's so important whatever you do how it feels is always the most important but sometimes when you see it it's not what it felt like. Mm-hmm. It's not what it seemed like. And then maybe it felt great here, but you were, like, ticking your fingers or something. And you're like, oh, I wish I, like, knew not to tick my fingers. Um, so it's, yeah, it's one of those things where if you realize that those are your little ticks, those are your little habits, and they're happening without your knowledge, then you start to realize them and start to fix them. And, and so I like doing that.
1: Get rid of the ticks early. <laughs>
0: exactly, totally. It's Yeah, I had a, I had an old friend who used to go like this in every scene. What? I didn't realize that <laughs> they were so doing weird. this. And then I'd be like, yo, you're doing this the whole time. Like, you And I used to do the same thing. I used to smile in every scene. Like that was, that was my thing. I couldn't stop smiling. Yeah. And I still do that a lot. I,
1: I noticed with hosting when I'm like not connected, I like clutch my hands. Like I need
0: to feel, but you're like, oh I feel good though, but then you're like, yeah, totally. We all have those. I think it's, and, and it's something that you, you know, you, you just do so subconsciously that it's, if you can, if you can see it and you can, you know, realize that you're doing it, it's, it's helpful to, you know, we can always grow. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah.
1: Um, words of advice from Max Schneider. (laughs)
0: Um,
1: so moving forward, I know we talked about the red carpet for your upcoming movie. You've been doing a lot more red carpets recently. I know last time we talked, the Grammys had featured a bunch of YouTubers, yourself included, and I think you were like at home watching it on the couch or something. And then now, like this year, you were walking red carpets for the after parties. Yeah,
0: totally. It's been, it's really, really been wonderful to, to experience that. I think that's another thing. Thing people don't realize is that it's, it's kind of weird, it's nerve wracking, of course. It's like you're on this thing, you got like 30 people yelling at you, like, Yo, look this way, hey, smile this No, don't, why do you have your hands behind your back? And you're like, Yo, I'm trying to like walk, I don't know, but it's it's good too because again, you get you get comfortable mm-hmm. with it, and you're like, All right, I know this guy, and this guy, he's like, Oh, he wants me to do this yeah. thing, and they're like, Look over here, look over here, and you're like, Okay, I'm gonna look at you like in point three seconds, so just give me a second. It's
1: awkward because yeah. you feel like you're doing it wrong because they're like, No, face this way, yeah, right? like, what are you doing
0: with your hands? You're like, What do you mean? I, I I'm not doing anything with my hands. And then you're like, do I do this? Like, I don't know what's going well, on. from word What
1: word I do with my hands? <laughs>
0: exactly. But it's cool because it's like now I, we were hanging at a thing the other day and, and I have been going to some more of those and a couple of the photographers, we like saw them before and they're like, oh, what's going on, Max? And I was like, yeah. oh, cool. Now I know you. You're not going to like maybe There are a couple me. good ones. They're like, oh, now you'll be nice to me. They'll be like, oh, hey, man. Yeah, just look this way. And yeah. Instead, of just like, yo, why aren't you looking at me right now? Like, chill out. <laughs> I'm just trying to walk. Yikes! <laughs> yeah, totally.
1: So we have a couple fun questions before Let's we go. wrap up. Yeah. Um, I know you are a busy dude, and you always get asked this question. But what do you like to do in your free time when you're not in studio yeah. making music videos, all that stuff?
0: Um, I'm an avid bowler. I'm not very good, but I like the bowling. I like volleyball. When yes. We do volleyball. It's always <laughs> a good time. I just like adventure sports too. Like we just went skydiving a little while back. Wait, what? Yeah, it was crazy. We went. You, Laura? Yeah, we went to to to. Um, Kawhi and we skydove sky for her. Was her it birthday. terrifying? That's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's it's not nearly as terrifying as you think. You're like in this plane, and I, it's so crazy. So we're going on this plane, and I'm 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 going up, and and my guy is sitting there, and he's playing Fruit Ninja. on his phone. <laughs> and You're
1: and, like, wait, pay attention and, to me. I'm going to jump out of an airplane. The exact,
0: exactly what I thought. And like I'm sitting there, like yo, what's going on? And they're like filming both of us, and like he like whoops out the you know the little GoPro. So how hey, how you feeling? And I'm like I'm feeling good. And he's like, oh good. Yeah, I'm like, yo, what are you doing, dude? <laughs> but then I realized, of course, I realized after that, you know, that's a good thing because he's so confident. Those guys jump out of those planes like eight times a day. Blah. So I'm like, yo, this is just like, you know, 10 minutes before a my birthday day break. for yeah, him. exactly. That literally was. So it was, it, was, it, was, it was awesome because then, you know, I watched Laura jump out first and yeah. I was like, oh, snap. And Wait, you
1: let your girl go first? They
0: say the person who's more scared should go first. <sighs> Even so they don't see it exactly because they scared, were like, yeah. "Yo, when you're second, you see that person jump out, like you'll freak out." So before she, those knew the it, ladies she was first, gone. I guess. So yeah. you're that being that a too. gentleman. That's what I'm trying to say. That's yeah. that was the true thing. Um, <laughs> even though I was so scared, like I saw her jump, out. I was like, before I even knew it, though, I was looking and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" She just, oh, I'm already going.
1: <laughs> like, Did you just, get more scared then?
0: Oh yeah, so for like a split <laughs> second, when you see them, you're just like, "Oh wow, we really are jumping out of this plane." Did you pee a little bit? I didn't pee. I felt like I could. I was like, I was like, I don't know what's gonna happen. I probably will. Like you're just like in the air and you're like, I don't know what's happening with my body, but this is cool. <laughs> and your lips are just like oh my gosh, I was like, just freaking out. And I like, just had my mouth open the whole time. Oh my gosh. I at the video with her and her mouth's closed and she's like, <laughs> <laughs> like, you just, can't, yeah. you just can't control yourself, but it's amazing because there's no other feeling like really knowing that you're just like floating through the air yeah. and, and and you're seeing it, this place, Kauai, is like one of the most beautiful places yeah. in the world. So, it was cool.
1: Do you have anything else on your bucket list?
0: Uh want to go bungee jumping. Okay. Uh, uh, definitely scarier, though people don't think so. I think it is. It's like, it's all on you. You just yeah. gotta jump off this thing. And then it's like, who knows? Like, these are just like bungee cords that are, you know, holding you. But um, I've heard so many amazing stories from friends being like, it's so cool. So so, it's on the bucket list.
1: Bungee jumping. Yeah.
0: Okay. Who knows? Maybe fly a plane, you know.
1: That would be cool.
0: That would be cool.
1: That would be awesome.
0: Be, again, though, it's like, oh, snap, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't yeah. to fly a plane. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I am so excited to see all that you accomplish in your career Thank moving you. forward from your new album coming out. Do we know when it's coming out yet? Yeah, it's probably coming out in late fall, fall, I think. Fall? Okay. Yeah. yeah. To maybe learning how to fly a plane. Maybe how to fly a
0: plane, <laughs> you know. We gotta, uh, you know, put out this new uh, side project. It's called Wichita with uh, yeah. Tim Armstrong from Rancid. Uh, so that's that's been weird too. It's been really exciting. And
1: that's a completely different style of music. Completely that's more like style. big band, totally big band so soul cool. music.
0: We we originally got in together because he, we were gonna work on some songs for the album, and then it just became its own thing. And and he said to me one day, he's like, "This is our thing. Like it should be us." And he looked at the wall, and there was this marching band drum on the wall, and it said Wichita Marching Band. And he was like, "We're Wichita," and then we became Wichita. So
1: have it, you ever been to Wichita? Yeah. I haven't
0: no. Which is uh which but it was just so it's everything with him, this whole project with him has been so cool because everything with him is so spontaneous. Like mm-hmm. the songs, we write all the songs, we did about you know, nine songs and we put out two. Uh each song is just like a day, and then we never go back to it. Mm-hmm. And in the same way, it's like the artwork and everything else. It's just like he does that day, and we don't go back. And yeah. whatever it was. So with the witch child, I was like, "Do we think of another name? No, that was what it was." So uh, sold on it. It's sold. And Are yeah. we going
1: to hear the other seven songs eventually? Oh, for sure. We're, okay.
0: We're still and we're still working on more stuff, and it's been really amazing because it's it's cool with him. What I learned the most from him is that he he. Feels the same way about starting this new project as he did when he started Operation Ivy when he was a kid, and mm. it's and that's really amazing to see from someone. I don't know a lot of people that have side projects, but he has a bunch of side projects, and like he's so excited still. He loves yeah. the music, he loves the work, the art, and 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 that's something I think is so special in him. So. I, uh, I definitely, I definitely can't wait to put out more with him and have people hear more songs. Yeah,
1: yeah. we're excited to hear I it. I hope you like it. So this brings us to our shameless plug section. Yes. We want to know when we can hear new music from yeah, you. Totally. Um, where pe- can people find you on Twitter or Instagram if they don't already follow you? Totally,
0: I'm on, I'm on all the social media stuff. I'm, I'm YouTube.com/slash/max, just max, uh, and then uh, drop the Schneider, drop the Schneider. Uh, <laughs> but then uh, for music and then uh, and then for Twitter and Instagram and, and stuff, it's like max. G Schneider so super simple and then uh, Facebook is just Max yeah. awesome Awesome. Well, it's, been it's
1: been a pleasure as <laughs> always thanks for having I'm me I'm going to have you back in like three months because ah. you're going to have accomplished so much <laughs> more thanks
0: for having me, <laughs>
1: but thank you so much for coming on yeah. you can find me on Twitter at Katherine Kelly and on Instagram at Kathy Kelly you can follow all of us here on Instagram and Twitter at AfterBuzzTV thank you guys so much for tuning awesome. in and we'll see you again next time
0: nice guys peace <laughs>